Alrighty, welcome to Re-Reckon Radio. It is a Thursday, the 26th of November. I'm Clint and this is... I am Ben and it is a Hello, warm ben. Thursday. A warm Thursday, I tell it you what. It is warm. Entering into full-on summer now. Hey, we're going to be recording the show today. Uh, video-wise, we'll put that up on Facebook. I uh, just wanted you guys to see what's going on and we want to connect with you in a different way as well. Uh, I'm so sorry. I apologise for Ben's face. That is what it is. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. All right, great show lined up today. We're going to get more into uh, what's affecting our world and our generation and our voice as yes, our you generation. You really didn't know what that was there. What good preparation you did. Shut up. You ready for the show? I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's, Let's do, do this. This is your live stream of thought-provoking media grants and reality. Current affairs, social media, news, our generation, I'll say. Live, 5 p.m. weekdays on Mixler. Like I was saying, drummers can't air guitar. Don't waste our time, hey, please. Hey, come on. Come on. It's the first <laughs> you show. You cannot. You're, giving me, you're ripping on my drumming yeah, skills and my air cannot. guitar skills. Hey, did you see the thing on Facebook of the drummer killing time while the guitarist tunes? Fantastic. That's 100% how it is. <laughs> That's how I spend most of the time in our jams and practices just waiting. Guitarist, bass players, silly. You. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, now there's a lot I want to get into today. Uh, basically, what we've done is we changed the show up completely. If you missed the last couple of shows about the Paris attacks and whatever the heck we moaned about polit- political correctness before that one, you can check those out on SoundCloud. Um, but basically, we want to bring a fresh voice to our generation. What is it that we should be seeing as our generation? How should we be looking at stuff? How should we be perceiving stuff? And how do we get all that information and live from a place of actually knowing what the heck we stand for? Because at the moment... We don't. And that's exactly right. We see so much. There's so much that comes up in the news, so many new things. We're filled with so much, so many stories and so many things that are happening, but we very rarely get an opportunity to have a say into some of those things. So this is sort Mm. of our platform, a way that our generation can speak into the multitude of things that we're hearing about in the news and social media and and everywhere that we're hearing it. I mean, this this is where we can have a say. That's right. So remember, you can catch up on previous shows on SoundCloud, uh, on Mixcloud, on Mixler, whatever. It's all out there. Just Google. Also, yeah, on the website, <laughs> rereckon.com, go there. Okay, so uh, here we go. Today's topic is this um, desensitization. No, Ben, we're not talking about those dodgy gels you can buy in chemists. We're talking <laughs> for I'm tattoos, not, for tattoos. Yeah, for okay, tattoos. all right. Take Clint. the numbs of pain. All right, Clint. Jeez, <laughs> no, honestly, dude, where's your mind? Okay. That's exactly right. We, we got talking about this after Clint and I watched um, a UFC fight, Ronda Rousey's fight, um, where she was fighting Holly Holm. And we kind of got chatting about how when we first started watching women's UFC, it, it kind of was off-putting because we, it wasn't natural to us. It, wasn't, it almost shouldn't be happening, but now it's, it's quite normal. It's a good thing to go and sit around and watch. So we sort of got chatting about how you become desensitized to things that maybe we shouldn't be watching, maybe shouldn't be acceptable. You're not saying women's UFC is not acceptable? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that... <laughs> Bus, no, ben. it was yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it was it was certainly something that I mean, even you go back old days, there was never it was never women were never meant to fight. I mean, they don't have the bodies to fight. They don't have. I'm digging a hole, aren't I? Jeez. <laughs> oh my no? gosh! But you see, I'm going to stand by my point because it, it was something that was <laughs> not meant to have happened, and then we put them in the ring, 
We got them to fight and now they built the crap out of each other. You can't sit there and say, <coughs> pardon me, that it's not unnatural, can you? <coughs> I don't think the question is if it's unnatural for women in particular. I, I think the question is if it's unnatural for um, us to be seeing that much stuff. And is sport violence? Or is violence violence? You've averted the question. But what is the difference? Well no, I haven't averted it at all. I remember watching the first female UFC fight. And uh, I was nervous. I was super nervous. Okay. It was uh, Misha Tate and uh, Ronda Rousey. Now, the funny thing is, women had been fighting MMA for years yeah. before that. Yeah. Just not on the UFC stage. So not in this global sort of uh, media thing. Yeah. But I was nervous. I didn't want to see blood and a woman be beaten up. Because I think va women are valued. Yeah. And they're precious and they're beautiful. And they are softer. They're designed to be softer. So I mean, they can, be, they can build up in the gym and you know be tough and all that and be fighters i absolutely appreciate that but by the very essence of testosterone and estrogen they are softer yeah. and that's okay it's a good See, thing that's what i was saying that's just well sure, put exactly <laughs> i'm just here to bring things back to uh to keeping listening. <laughs> to not being sexist <laughs> <laughs> but yes i was worried and then after the fight i thought actually that was okay because there wasn't too much blood or anything but i think about watching a very bloody fight with men and mm. i'll also creep out a little bit yeah yeah okay so I don't know. I just the question is in sport. Let's start there because we're there. What is this balance of of violence? Is it just sport, or is it violence? Well, see, and that's just. The and thing. what do we get desensitized? And what do you mean by that? But to be, and I, we were talking about this earlier. But to be desensitized, in in terms of, would mean that we once were not okay to see it, and now we are okay to see it. But yeah. humanity as a whole, for a long time, especially in sport. I mean, you think back to the Colosseum. You think back to... A oh, lot I remember of, those days. Uh, yeah. My dad and I just, just, go, get a, down just there, go get a nice ice cream, shoot down to the Coliseum. But that was the thing. I mean, they... Few Christians they in there, enjoyed a couple of lions. Like, they enjoyed what... And the fighters didn't want to be in there. And they that was a, a spectacle. Well, they were slaves. Exactly. They were slaves to fight. So we bring it forward to today. And these are people who actually want to get into the ring and get the crap beaten out of one another. Yeah, well, they're getting paid. They're making good money off it. And <laughs> exactly it's their sport. Right. They've trained for, for years and years and years to be there. I mean, the Coliseum was, I think, more of a political thing yeah. than anything. But I mean, know? but there was, still, there was still people who wanted to see that. So there's been blood yeah. and gore and right. in sport for many years. Now, it went away for a long while and it came back in the form of boxing. But boxing, compared to UFC, is very, very tame in, in regard of the way that... I mean, people still... Boring now. Still, yeah. Well, it's not boring, but it's, <laughs> it's not as brutal, though. It's not as ground. You like the ground to roll fun. around. <laughs> you like to see people get down there and roll around. But you mean, there's, there's a level of desensitization that's, that's come across that now that's okay to watch. That now we're starting to see bare-knuckle boxing come into the ring. and What people, ring? Where are you watching that? On the, on the, what's it called? I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's not televised. Oh, now, you're talking about the old UFC, how the no, UFC no. started. Yeah, well, yeah there was started, bare knuckle, but then now, now it's all yeah. changed. I mean, that I mean, was... There's still certain rings that aren't televised and things like that, but you can go and watch where they're bare knuckle boxing, where they're in a ring, there's people watching, and almost people, not dying, but gee, they're close, being knocked mm. out. Okay, I mean, fair yeah. enough. And UFC, I mean, Ronda Rousey took a beating. I mean, she's yeah. actually suspended from the UFC for six months because of a head injury due to that fight. Yeah. But I mean, she puts Jeez. herself in there. That's the thing, she's getting paid for it. So that's okay. 
Um, I'm okay with that level of violence in sport. Okay, I'm going to say that. I'm okay with that. Uh, but I think, let's talk about the world as a whole at the moment. Let's talk about ISIS, for example. And then okay. we'll, we'll go a bit softer again with movies and things like that. Because we haven't spoken about ISIS for a Well, long. you know, this no, is a, it's a major <laughs> issue in our world now. Yeah, so we've got to talk about it's it. It's very topical. It's but in every news place that we pick when up. When we talk about being desensitized, we're talking about seeing one thing in one age. Okay. And then we get used to it. Now, look at the influx of social media. The amount of stuff we see, the amount of videos we see, even on the news is stuff mm. that's reported. Think about... Um, 9-11 okay yeah think about that people jumping out of those buildings yeah, I mean that was brutal yeah. to watch yeah okay it was and, and it was awful to watch mm. then you think about beheadings yeah. videos that have come out of beheadings by ISIS I mean there was okay? that there was brutal that to watch newspaper that was when ISIS was first starting to um, come to the surface and that young boy was holding a head up that he had he had cut his head off and that was front page news that we that it was in all the stores kids were seeing it that's right that's kids seeing other kids holding a human head that they've just watched being cut off and, and that's part of ISIS ISIS training child soldiers and all of their soldiers is dense, desensitizing yeah. because these kids yeah. are holding guns and firing guns from day one yeah. at their training camp and they're like five or six years old and that's exactly right where does so, it stop where does the where's the line drawn for our kids in in western in the western world to see that yeah or for them to i mean so what happens are we becoming desensitized to this stuff especially over the last couple of years think about how much we've seen over the last couple of years just what three days ago that pilot that was shot down yeah she that was um, brutal so we're in syria it was in syria yeah okay yeah. by apparently russian supported syrian rebels no no, no turkish supported so, yeah so, I mean, look, honestly, it's a mess. I mean, you can't track who's supporting who. I, I don't know how the rebels know who's, who's in treaty with who and yeah, what's going tur- on. A Turkish you can't plane, figure it out. A Turkish plane shot down a Russian plane and then Turkish Syrian-backed um, rebels shot the pilots out of the air. Yes. And that was, it was all on film. They filmed all it. All on it's, video. Yes. So they don't only shoot down the plane and take someone as a prisoner, but they actually shoot them and it's all on video. So mm. people see this. You see it happening. Yeah. And so now my question is this. We used to see this desensitizing material in movies, things like that. Think back yeah. to old movies. Think about, uh, I think it was American Horror. I think there was a name in the film with the famous knife stabbing scene and the girl behind the oh, shower yep, curtain yep, yep. and the whole, <laughs> that's where it all came from, you yeah. know? And, but you never see the stabbing actually happen. You don't see that whole gruesome vibe. Yeah. But it was enough that we were petrified. Well, not we. We weren't there. We were, we were too young for that. But it was enough for audiences to be terrified yeah, of the film. And that was enough of a heart. But now it's kind of like some of that terror is even taken away because it's just how gruesome can we get. Yeah. Okay. And now take that into real life with what's happening with ISIS. Are we on a road to being so blasé about seeing violence and mm. things that we're becoming desensitized? And we're actually going to start treating each other in humanity like and that. See, what happens if, if, people, if ISIS falls or when ISIS falls and, see, and think, then people get hold of ISIS leaders? The Are they going has, to be brutal on them? I think the media has a big part to play in this because if you look at a lot of the stories that we see, a lot of the, the stabbings, a lot of the, the stuff you see in your own, own hometown or your own city, it's so relevant and there's, it's, there's so much of it happening that it's just, if someone gets stabbed in the park, it's just another stabbing. Or if, mm. you know, if someone gets beaten walking up home, it's just the, the media put such a slant on that now the stories that we're hearing are so gruesome that they have to be gruesome in order to make the media. Mm. So if we look at our front, I mean, I'd love to see a, a spread out of all the, the headlining pages and what it is that, you know, one person being stabbed makes headline. Now it's got to be, you know, 10 people get shot. That's a headline story. So 
over time, we've, we're, the stories that we're hearing in the news have been more and more gruesome, more and more, because that's what's selling. Because yeah. now a stabbing isn't interesting anymore because we can watch it on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock on CSI or something yeah. like that. It's so happens all the time that they have to keep increasing it to keep making money i want to talk about the media i want to talk about movies i want to talk about um social media and uh, what this all means for us as far as uh being desensitized in the world we live in click 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 poke we reckon radio on facebook instagram and twitter click 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 All right, so you said media, and I think it's true. I think the media does bolster up stories. I mean, playing things against each other, stabbing in the park or ISIS beheading, that's going to go front page. Yeah. I mean, I understand from the perspective that this is bigger news and we need to know about it. My problem is the graphic content. Yeah. Um, and so whose responsibility is it? We talk about movie companies. We talk about uh, social media posts and uploads. I mean, ISIS is loving it at the moment. To talk about... Um, the media and stuff like that. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to police this stuff and to um, decide what society sees and doesn't mm. see? And so it's interesting. I was just thinking about something a little bit off scope. But when all the you're not going to answer my question. No, I'm not. I'm going to give you something else first. When all the um, when all the school shootings happened in America, there was a, a police officer who came out um, in one of the states where a school shooting happened, and he said that I don't want this to go front page news because I don't want the people who did the shootings to get what they want and that's the limelight. He mm. said, we need to not talk about this on a, on a big forum and give them the photos and the pictures that they, that they want. And I thought, that's incredible. That's what the media needs to start taking on. We need to hear about the news, but we don't need to see it in so much detail that we're glorifying the people that have done the attacks. So, mm. so much of this ISIS stuff, they see a beheading and they think, I've beheaded that guy, so I'm, I'm powerful, I'm awesome. And then we put them on the front page of every newspaper and give them exactly what they want, the platform that they want. We need to take that off them and take that away and build a platform that they don't get. I mean, yeah, tell the story, but don't make them a hero in the process. Mm. Because our desensitization, we look at that and go, oh, it's another another guy who's beheaded somebody. We look at them, not the action, not yeah. the act that they've done. We look at the person who's done it. And that's exactly what they want. So I was standing in the gym yesterday and chatting to uh, the instructor there. Instead of Jimmy. He wasn't instructing me. Well, classic, probably a chatty and Classic friendly, gym day. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was breathing heavily. I was like, cardio is like doubled up. Like, yes, and, and ISIS, <laughs> if, this, if this cardio doesn't kill me, they might. <laughs> so I'm, I'm standing there chatting to him and he's saying, telling me about this, uh, the pilot shot out of the air and everything and how some of the footage was with him being gunned down and everything. And... Um, I was, I was saying to him, but, you know, I didn't watch that video. Yeah. And even the beheading videos, I didn't watch. And a lot of the other videos I won't watch. There's a video that's just come out in the States about a policeman years ago, apparently, shot a, um, a black teen, he's a white policeman, shot him 16 times wow. because he wouldn't put his knife down. I mean, that's just, come on. It is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the video um, desensitizes people. To, yeah. to the whole situation and it instills hate and instills um, what like revenge and that sort of thing but we get desensitized now I said I don't watch those videos if I see that that's what it's titled I won't watch it because I believe that it's my job to not desensitize that way what is the problem with becoming desensitized maybe that's the question yeah. what is the problem with that why can't we just be desensitized and see all this stuff because I think we're not designed to see it yeah uh, what's happening is unnatural death is actually very unnatural 
and uh, particularly gruesome acts on mm. human bodies and people that have a life and a future. It's unnatural. And so it takes us to a place that we shouldn't be going. And it, may, it makes us lose sympathy. It makes us lose empathy for other people. Do you mean, when you said death's unnatural, do you mean premature death? I mean, dying before oh, the my age? Person, I mean, I, I'm a Christian, so I think all death is unnatural. I don't think it was ever meant to be that, like that. My theology on the world, and you're welcome to have a different one, but my worldview is that death entered the world at a certain point yeah. um, with the fall of man. And so then if death entered at that point through the fall of man or sin, as we would call it, mm. then you know it was an unnatural thing before that. Yeah. And so it is unnatural when people... Um, close their eyes in the final deathbed. Yeah, it's pretty unnatural. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear surrounded that often in people's and lives. See, with, with this whole topic, one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask was, what, what do we do? I mean, we live in a world where desensitization rather, is becoming so prominent that we want, we want more. I mean, look at in, in terms of just iPhones or, or technology. We always want the next best thing. Your phone isn't broken, but you want the next best thing. It's the same with this sort of stuff. You know, when a gruesome game comes out and we become that becomes boring we want the next thing and the next thing has to be more mm. gruesome to keep us entertained to keep us moving forward so i was, I was reading a um an article from a, it was from a place called a kids south kids safe foundation and it's talking about the fact that our children are being brought into this violent world in ways of games the fact that everyone has a phone in their pockets they're always up with social media they're watching these videos but the, the thing that is missing is the parents. There's no, there's no understanding and a wholesome bought from what they're seeing yeah. from the parents. Instead, they're just trying to keep them entertained. So my, yeah. my question is, is when, we, when we're looking at how do we combat this thing, it's understanding and giving information to the people who need it. I mean, mm. if parents are watching their kids be around all this stuff and not explaining what's happening, explaining it's not natural, it's not normal, then of course we're going to become desensitized and there's going to be kids hurting other kids, other people. Yeah. It just no, definitely. I mean, as with a lot of things, I mean, it's the home model that starts things and families that, that need to be in control. Unfortunately, we live in a world that isn't. And so you've got to ask, who's the secondary port of call? Is it, you know, is it governments that should regulate what movie houses make and mm. what, that regulate what, um, what media outlets put yeah. up? But, I mean, there's so much money and corruption and things involved that, unfortunately, it does... This is why it always falls back to the individual. And when too young, it always falls back to the family unit because you yeah. can't let governance happen from outside. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because that's not a reliable voice because there's too much corruption involved yeah. in the whole system. And so it's got to be that. Um, we're going to wrap up. The last thing I want to wrap up with quickly is just this, this uh, question. Is... Uh, when Sheesh, it's going to be brutal. Heavy, yeah. Big I'm sigh. Not. We could have anything here, folks. Prepare yourselves. I'm not sure where I was going. <laughs> something I was thinking I really want to bring up. Oh, yes. The sex industry. All right? Okay. Think about that. We go back to the 30s or 40s, then short skirts were like, ooh, wow, that's very risque. The posts of girls, with, you yeah. know, think a uh, little later Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Where almost said Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Maybe he's done it as well. Um, <laughs> no, with the skirt in the, in the air vent, those blowing a skirt. It's like one of the sexiest pictures of all time. Yeah. Okay. Then you think about Playboy launching. Okay. Playboy was like scratch off pictures. Okay. Yeah. Then Hustler, which was like full nudity and like, you know, that whole thing. And then you have porn videos, DVDs which is like thing. Then you have Amsterdam with live sex shows. Then mm. you have porn today that is anything at anybody's fingertips for free at any given time on your mobile phone, like yeah. you're saying, or on the laptop, whatever. Yeah. And then movies and books and things. And there is this 
um, desensitizing that takes place. Yeah. And what used to be so like risque is not risque and it's normally accepted now. Yeah. Okay. And then you look at women being abused and treated as materials and you, as, as objects okay, and how they're abused both in that industry and just in normal everyday life often all in hip hop songs or this or that. Yeah. And then you go, well, where did we start? Okay, and that's exactly the thought point that I'm saying now. With that, take sex. It's an excellent uh, example, the sex industry. But look at us now. The mm. age of terrorism, we could say, in a way. This is the war that we're fighting at the moment. If we start seeing all these images of people being brutally murdered, that's not a movie and it's real. Yeah. Okay? If we could go back to the Marilyn Monroe picture. Okay, if we could do that now as to where we are now with regard to the brutality we see in humanity, mm. what would we stop? Yeah. If we could stop sex from being like that, because it has, it's dehumanized, yeah. then what would we stop now? And uh, what, would you, what images would we let? What would you block on your Facebook? What would you not watch? What movies would you not see? Uh, what would you be careful with in your own eyes? And that's where it starts. I and, think. See, and that's the thing, to finish with that, is I think that Clint's right in terms of the fact that what? Yeah, I know. What? I'm about to, I know. Prepare what? yourself. Like you just recorded, you'll be able to go back to this. Clint's right in terms of the fact that desensitization stops with the individual. We have to make a choice, a, a choice within yourself to stop looking at the things that are hurting people. Stop looking at the, at the porn industry where it's, it's tearing people apart. Stop looking at these videos that ISIS are putting up and, and fueling the, exactly what they want to do. We have to make a decision within ourselves to stop allowing the things that are happening to go beyond their control. I mean, we have to stop being desensitized, but we have to make a choice that we don't want to watch that anymore. We don't want to watch people being having their head cuts off. That's right. It's not entertaining. It's not building. We need to realize that by us clicking play on the video gives them another view. It gives them millions and billions of views that they need to keep fueling what they're doing, giving them the excitement and the, and the pleasure of doing what they're doing. We need to stop that. It starts with you and it stops with you. So I think that's a major thing to think about what we're clicking play on and what we're actually watching, what we're putting yeah. ourselves at bay to. Absolutely. And sharing like, oh, check this out. You know, look at what happened. Just don't. Just don't. Well, it's Rerican Radio. Hey, uh, great hanging out with you again. And uh, we will be back with you next week. Remember to catch up on SoundCloud. Uh, join our Facebook page as well. The website, uh, rerican.com, uh, which is still being built into something bigger and better. But you can check it out in the meantime. And uh, Mixcloud. So make sure you catch up on everything. We'll see you again next week. From me, Clint. And me, Ben. Cheers, guys. You can take us anywhere. Put us in your pocket. You. Get the Mixler app. That's M-I-X-L-R. On iPhone or Android. Follow Re-Reckon Radio and listen live.